Hi everyone, welcome to Mindset Moments with me, MC. Today I want to talk about this idea of embracing your life path and finding joy in your current chapter. It's a favourite topic of mine and one I speak about a lot with my clients and it's also something I've had to work on myself a lot, especially as I describe myself as a bit of a late bloomer. We often feel that life should go a certain way and then when it isn't following the plan, it's very easy to get a bit disheartened and frustrated and even overwhelmed. So if this is your reality right now, trust me, I hear you. You see, I grew up thinking that you went to college, you got a job, you got married in your 20s, you had children, you bought a house and that was it, like life complete, just this checklist that you went tick, 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 tick. And this list was ingrained in my subconscious mind. This was the only way to live a happy, complete life in my eyes. Is there anybody else out there desperately trying to achieve this list? (laughs) You see, as I grew older, this fairy tale, it never evolved. In fact, I clung for dear life to this innocent life plan. I wanted it so bad that I was often forcing relationships and situations and jobs to go a certain way because it had to, it couldn't not. And even when the writing was on the wall in some of these situations, I still clung on hoping that it would just, you know, fall into place in the path I could get back to ticking off that list. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a goal or a vision. I am all for that. But it's the control element I want to flag here and also the beliefs and stories that go behind that list. You see, we've all been sold this fairy tale, I guess, life plan, this set of rules that you should follow. And what I've kind of learned from my experience is that this vision, it's not the rule, it's actually the exception. Because I don't really know that many people whose life has actually followed that checklist. So let's get real here. If you were stuck on that fairy tale path and maybe you're beating yourself up about your lack of success or that you haven't been able to tick off certain things, I want you to take off the blinkers and listen up because here is my big message for you. It is not too late. You are not behind. You are right on time on your journey. Society has this unhealthy habit of putting us into two camps. We're either too young or too old to do things. And then in the middle of that, we keep ourselves in this like holding pattern, almost like a bit of a purgatory state where we neither go forwards or backwards. And then we build up this resistance with our thoughts and we wonder why things don't go to plan. Because we've actually stopped the flow of life with our beliefs and we're just going round and round and round. And the hardest thing for us to accept as humans is that we actually play a huge part in the reality we are experiencing. We are the creators of our reality. So right now, I want you to divide a page in two. If you've got pen and paper nearby, if you're in your car or out walking, you might want to just visualize this as I talk through it and maybe come back to it later on. So on that piece of paper, I want you to jot down the things you want to experience in life. So what is it that you want to bring into your life and experience? Maybe it's uh, setting up your own business. Maybe it's work-life balance. Maybe it's starting a family. Maybe it's meeting someone. Maybe it's buying a property, whatever it might be. Now, once you've written all that list down of what you want to experience in life, I want you to jot down beside it what you tell yourself about each of these things in your day-to-day life. 
So for example, if you've written down, I really want to meet someone to have a deep, loving relationship, my the other side or my question to you then is, what do you tell yourself daily about love, about your self-worth? How do you think and talk about love? Because a lot of us have a mismatch. So we might want all these wonderful things in our life, but we'll actually tell ourselves the opposite. Oh, I couldn't possibly meet someone. There's no one good left out there. They're all, I don't want to curse on this podcast. They're all mean people, whatever it might be. So we tell ourselves the opposite of what we want to experience. A lot of us are letting our current results decide our next move. We'll look at what's currently happening in our lives and then let that decide our thoughts. And that decides the feelings in our body. And those feelings in turn will either motivate us or demotivate us to carry out a certain action. So let's take the career, for example, or starting a business. If you look at your current job or your current business, your mind might focus, will naturally focus on all the things that you don't like about it or you don't have and you wish you could you know, do. And then you maybe start to feel down about the state of your career And then that has a knock-on effect because it perhaps stops you from or you put off sending that email to a recruiter or you start your thoughts, start to tell you, oh, like there's no point, like, you know, it'd be really hard for me to create that business and, oh, it's, you know, it's a lot of effort, so I won't bother. And you don't bother reaching out to that person. We need to flip this process and start to think, how do I want to feel? And we need to start tuning in in our mind, to the thoughts we're feeding ourselves every day. I like to think of it like a radio station. So what are you tuned into every day? What stories do you repeatedly tell yourself? And sometimes we don't even know what we're telling ourselves. So it's such a light bulb moment when we actually take time to reflect and write down on paper. And I'm a really big believer in journaling because that's when that magic can happen. When we start to consciously tune into our mindset, we can then start to rewrite these stories and actually change the direction of our life path. It's also important when we're thinking about changing and, you know, making this adjustment that we look at our current chapter with gratitude, because by experiencing what we don't want, we actually get clearer on what we do want. I know that to be true for me, even in my business or as my career has progressed, different things have come my way that I haven't wanted. But that's made me get really clear on how I do want to experience my life going forward. But a lot of us, it's really easy to stay focused on what we don't want and we just hone in on the negative and we kind of go around in a loop. But instead, I want you to try and find ways to actually enjoy this chapter, even even in a little way, even in the smallest possible way while you're also getting excited for the next one. Because I think sometimes that checklist that we've grown up with, I kind of thought it was like you got it done and then you got to rest and that was it and you never had any more goals or aspirations. But the thing is, as humans, we're never going to get to the point where we're done. We're, it's in our nature to constantly be striving for the next chapter. So we have to make peace with this changing nature of life because otherwise we're going to always feel a bit frustrated that it's not done yet or it's not done the way we want it. So I'm going to share a little personal example. Before I met my now husband, I was 35 and I'd been single for nearly five years. And now I had various, we'll call them dating adventures during that time. 
But I was really starting to get fed up with the dating app world and just the pressures of trying to meet someone. And I was thinking about my fertility and children and like so many things are going through my mind. And one evening when I was journaling, I had this realisation that whenever I chatted to people about dates or when I wrote down my feelings about it, they were usually quite negative because I was just so focused on what was currently happening in my life. My experiences were knocking my confidence and making me feel more anxious about myself. So I started to play around with this idea and see if I could rewrite my dating beliefs and my kind of ideas and beliefs around love. So I started to write out lists of the type of person I wanted to meet, the dates I wanted to go on and how I wanted to show up in these relationships, how I wanted to make myself better or evolve in these partnerships. And I also started treating myself to these dates because at this point in my life, I don't know, it was just like, I've got nothing left to lose. I'm in my mid 30s. I've done everything you're meant to do on that checklist or tried. I really tried. It hasn't worked. If anything, it's kind of blown up my face a few times. So now I'm just going to enjoy this. And I would regularly write down, I am ready to meet my life partner. Now, I know this sounds very corny and you're probably thinking, Mary Claire, this is a bit eat, pray, love for me now. But I don't know what it was. Writing down a sentence like that, it actually really helped me relax into my single chapter because I felt like, whatever was coming was going to be great. So I didn't need to worry about this one. I could just enjoy it a bit more. And I guess maybe without even knowing it, that was taking the pressure off my current reality. Now, not long after starting this, I had one of my biggest moments of growth when I'd met this guy. Let's call him, we'll call him Tom. So he was really nice, kind, good looking, great job and a real gentleman. But for some reason, by the third date, oh, look, he was, I guess the only way to describe, he was giving me the ick. And I don't know why, because on paper, he was everything I should want. But I knew in my heart, this wasn't for me. So I decided I was going to be brave and not force it. And instead sent him a really nice message explaining how I didn't think it would be fair to keep meeting when I didn't see it developing further. Now, he sent me back such a lovely reply and he was like, you know, thanks so much, yada, yada, yada. And then he signed off saying, don't give up on love. You're going to meet someone who's right for you. You know, you deserve it. And I remember sitting on my bed in my apartment reading this and thinking, oh man, I've made a mistake. Maybe I was too hasty. And like all these stories started flooding in and I was like, maybe I can turn this around. Maybe I'll message and say it, just joking. You know, all this kind of stuff. But then I gathered myself and I was like, hold up. No, I have to be true to myself and what I'm feeling right now. An older version of me would have tried to make it work. I'd have forced it. I might even still be with Tom, but we'd both be miserable, to be honest. But I had this new sense of confidence that everything was going to be okay once I kept listening to my inner voice, not the noise of others or friends or family or society. I was going to just play my best hand with the cards I was dealt. And lo and behold, three months later, I met someone who I'd go on to marry very quickly after meeting. Now, I'm not saying you know, it's, it works like magic that you just write a sentence in your journal and poof, you know, the dream job, the dream partner just appears. But I do think we can learn a lot by tuning into our ingrained beliefs and stories. Most of the time, I can laugh and joke about my love life experience, but it is heartbreaking and tough. And especially as a woman, 
Because if you haven't made it in your mid-30s, society is pretty much telling you up there you go on the shelf, you're going to gather a bit of dust, you know, maybe you could be a, be a career woman, you know, that's kind of offered up. But the thing is, that societal belief, well, it's only true if you choose to accept it. You can change your path and your story simply by looking at what you tell yourself. So let's get another piece of paper now. And again, I want you to divide it into two columns. In the first column, I want you to jot down all the stories and beliefs that you tell yourself that you now know are no longer serving you and you want to tune them out and turn that volume down. It can be really eye-opening when you sit with this. So you might want to come back to this and spend a little bit of time on it. And then in the other column, I want you to write down all the beliefs that you want to welcome in and things you want to ramp up the volume on, like what you want to feel and believe and bring into your life path. Because for me, there are key steps to ramping up your personal power and taking control of your story. The first one is taking time to reflect and think about what you actually want, not what your mother would want or your friends recommend or society, what is it you actually want? And really, like I said, tuning into those stories. Second, get into, second step, get into your own lane. We all need to really, really stop caring about what other people are doing or what they think of our chapter because the brutal honesty is no one really cares because everybody is so consumed by their own dramas. So you've just got to really commit and get into your space. And number three is the follow through. So instead of constantly doing, because sometimes it can be really easy to do lots, you need to lean into inspired action. That's kind of what I like to phrase it as. And this means that when you get a notion from your inner voice that you follow it because your gut will never lead you astray. When you get a hunch that maybe I should send an email to that person or maybe I should you know, call up about whatever it might be. My answer is do it, listen, because it's also important to know that this is where our patience is also tested because we get annoyed when things don't show up the way we wanted it or the way when we wanted it or the way we wanted it. And we're often often looking for the big win and missing the little signs that pop up. So really tuning in, noticing what your inner voice is telling you and also just those little signs that pop up along the way that tell you you're on the right track. So if you stayed with me this long, thank you. But I just want to sum this up and say there really is nothing you can't achieve in life. I fully believe this. You just have to believe in yourself and back yourself because when we start to focus on what we want And then how we think about it and how we talk about it to ourselves, that's when the magic happens. And with that, friends, I'm going to say see you later. Until next time. Bye.